You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Coach Jen from Ocala, Florida, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, January 27th, episode 3108. This episode is brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. Glenn and Jamie are out and about gathering intel for future podcasts. So sit back and enjoy this mashup from two different World Equestrian Games episodes. First, from the 2010 Lexington Games, Glenn and his co host Samantha. Followed up by Glenn and his 2018 Tryon Games co-host, Dr. Wendy Ying. This is episode 111 of the 2010 radio show for the 26th of September 2010. Your unofficial source for all the news about the 2010 World Equestrian Games. We say unofficial because we are not endorsed by all parts of the Alltech FEI 2010 World Equestrian Games Organizing Committee. This is Glenn the Geek. And I'm Samantha Clark, and you're listening to the daily coverage of the 2010 radio show on the Horse Radio Network. It is day two, and today saw competition in the reigning and endurance, and we have a review of the opening ceremonies. All right, Samantha. Well, we do have some great guests on here tonight and, and so that were kind enough to, to join us today. And we're very excited. You know, today was raining. Yesterday and today, we didn't have a show yesterday. So this is the second day of competition, and we'll have a show every night from now on. And yesterday was raining, competition all day, the team raining in morning and afternoon. And then we had the opening ceremonies last night, which we'll get into a little bit later as well. <coughs> but the... The big thing, news today, was we awarded our first medals. We did, and it couldn't have gone more fittingly for the host nation to win the team gold. And the team gold was won by the United States in reigning. And actually, the I'm trying to get the... We've had three of the four members of the team on our show before. It was won by Sean Florida, who actually had the best round of all, and Tom McCutcheon, Craig Schmassel, and Tim McKay. And we're going to have Aaron Ralston on with us tonight, who is actually doing the NBC commentating for the live coverage they're doing. He joined us for a little bit to talk about his thoughts on winning the, the U.S. team gold, the first medals to actually begin given out. The second, uh, the silver was to Belgium, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about that, hopefully, with Aaron tonight, and also Italy. Italy's always very strong in reigning. It was the third year, um, the third WEGS, actually, that the United States have won the gold medal at the WEGS, and it was the third year that Italy won the bronze medal, and they said at the press conference that they were sick of being third, but it was time <laughs> they moved up. But Belgium, it was the first time they've ever won a medal in, in reigning, so they were thrilled. They said not in their wildest dreams did they believe that they would 
do so well. It was an exciting day. It was our friend, Sean Florida, who winked at you and smiled at you at the press conference last night, I noticed. He, he picked not. you right out there. But he had a wonderful ride today, and I want to talk to Aaron a little bit about that as well. It was an unbelievable ride. It was it was worth sitting through the entire reigning competition to see his ride. And, of course, he brought the house down as well. He is. And, and as, you know, he's such a professional, and he's won just about everything there is. And even when he finished that ride he was still thinking of ways that he could improve well then we're going to talk more about raining and we're going to have some clips for everybody here shortly but i wanted to mention to our other guests on the show tonight we've had a resurgence of requests for one sport in particular and you want to tell everybody what we've been requested to talk to well everyone has been bugging us about driving because we haven't talked about it because i don't think the drivers are on the park yet because they don't drive till later on and so we said we would try our best and we have none other later on in the show than chester weber eight times national champion and american driving superstar so yeah, i think we've delivered quite well in the first episode <laughs> so we're gonna have to make a point to point that out on facebook we're setting the bar quite high it's a bit of a worry i do want to mention that you need to follow us on our facebook page at 2010 radio show just search for that we're posting all the pictures and commentary up there all day long that's the go-to spot to find all of our pictures and our commentary and, and sometimes the pictures i take are not of just competitions so we've <laughs> put some fun ones up there too well we did get a chance i was down at the raining when sean florida finished his uh, competition and i managed to get some clips and you will you'll hear the crowd in the background here it's always very loud at raining and we had a little bit of a chat with him and he talked about you said it today he's such a consummate perfectionist and and wants to do so well yeah, that as soon as he came off that round, even though it was the best round of the whole two days, he was already thinking about ways he could improve for his individual round. And let's hear, let's hear what he had to say about that. You know, individual, I need to go back and repair some things. He maybe didn't run down the, the left side as good as he could have, um, but he was, he was good, you know. So, um, you know, the circles were great. He turns, he's a, he's a strong horse, and uh, he turns so hard, I was so proud of him, but I'll go get him ready for the final trip now, and, um, you know, it, we had the kind of the gold medal tied up as far as from the team, but we all come here to do a job, and that horse, he was set up to go show, so uh, I need to go do my job and, and make sure that I got it done. Well, you can just hear the excitement, and that's why he is as good as he is. And even though he has won pretty much, I think he has actually won everything that is to win in reigning. Yeah. <laughs> he said that if he could win gold here, it would be extra special. You know, it'd be it'd mean a lot, you know, because it's never been here before. Excuse me. I'm in front of my hometown crowd. You know, I bought a lot of tickets for a lot of friends to be here. Um, it mean a lot. You know, it's I love to compete. You know, so if you uh, you told me we was going to have a marble out there and I got to win it and I got to take the marbles so on, I tried pretty hard. <laughs> Well, we have a few days to wait and see if that's going to happen, but I'm sure that people are placing bets that it might. And while I was watching the raining yesterday, Glenn, I managed to catch up with Ireland's only rainer, who funnily enough lives in California, wouldn't you know, and is married to Gillian, who, lived, who was born in Lexington. So if that's not enough of a muddle for you. <laughs> Some coincidences. <laughs> anyway, let's hear what Ollie had to say. He was um, visiting Kentucky for the second time and absolutely was blown away and loving it. 
So you're based in California and you just did your ride? Yes, yeah. How, how did it go? Uh, it went real good, it went real good. The horse felt great. Um, I can't complain. I was just so proud and happy to be in the arena out there to be part of this riding for Ireland and the World Equestrian Games is just magnificent. It was definitely just unbelievable feeling and, and experience and this place is just unbelievable, gorgeous, out of control. It's just a huge venue to be at. It's just fantastic. How long will you stay here? Obviously you'll wait to see if you get into the... Yeah, I mean, we're planning to be here till through to the finals, so um, um, we'll see after today and tomorrow with people showing where they're going to make the cutoff for people to go again on Tuesday and then for the finals on Thursday. So I think uh, we got a, um, um, a good chance at it. So I was I was real happy with today's performance and, and there's still more horse there. I could feel there was more horse left there if I, if I wanted it. So. When did you get here? Um, I got here... A week ago today. Let me see what day is today. Saturday. Today is Saturday. Yes. Um, actually, yeah, a week ago yesterday. And how's it been settling in? It's been fantastic. I mean, it's just you know, yeah. Now I feel comfortable here. I was here in time to feel comfortable. Get the lay of the land. Everything's so well organized and so pretty and so new and nice. And um, it's 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 been nice being able to settle in for the week. Okay. Well, we wish you the best luck. And then you'll go back to California. Yeah, I'll be back. Going heading back. I'm actually flying out of here Friday morning to another horse show that's going on at home where all my clients are and the youth riders and everything. Great. Well, thanks very much. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, Ollie. Yeah. Samantha, Ollie currently sits in 41st place uh, after the after the team competition. He was in 41st place, which means that he probably he will not make the individual cut. We won't see him rain again this time, sadly, but... Um Maybe next time. Well, let's introduce our guest who's sitting here waiting for us, and that's Aaron Ralston. Aaron is doing the uh, the play-by-play for the live coverage at NBC, and we're thrilled that he took the time, he and his wife took the time to come down here and spend a little time with us. And I'm going to have to post a picture of those boots on Facebook. <laughs> Aaron, welcome back to the 2010 radio show. You've had a busy day, but you weren't riding in the games, but you were commentating and also you've been doing some demonstrations and uh, what do you think pretty good result well if you're a fan of the u.s yeah you, you cannot which i am yes. so <laughs> you know the results couldn't have been better i think there was a 15 point spread between uh, gold and silver um it was uh it was just amazing you know and uh and it's it's really no surprise this is the third world equestrian games for reigning and the third gold medal um now, uh, when I was able to participate with the team in 2006, uh, it was a little closer. We only won by a point. It was, it was pretty tight. So it was nice. It was, I, we were a little uh, concerned that, uh, you know, we wouldn't be able to defend our own U.S.-born sport on our own uh, soil here in Lexington. But, uh, of course, the, the riders that we've got representing the U.S., um, you know, they showed no pressure. They, they, they stepped up and did a phenomenal well, job. Today. I was there today and I saw Sean ride his ride and it was incredible. The whole house came down after his ride. It just, you, you could see the difference. If you didn't even know what you were looking at, you could see the difference today. That guy, that Sean Florida guy, all right. <laughs> Who you've had to compete against. Let's qualify I've that. I've had to compete against him. Uh, you know, my goodness. He has got so much confidence. He has gone on um, an eight-year run that is unreal. You know, he's he's won. He's he's if he's not first, he's second. 
And if he's not, if he's second, he's also probably fourth and fifth on his other horses. This guy has got so much confidence. He's got so much talent. Um, and he's got a real eye to go out and find the horses that it's going to take to, to go out there and be competitive. You know, and, and really, it, it's interesting that Sean really started this eight-year um, climb to, you know, becoming this god that everybody looks up to. Um, in 2002, when he won the individual gold medal and the team gold medal in at the Spain Games. And uh, whether it's coincidence or not, but that kind of seemed to be right when Sean's career really started to take off. And he, he just... He's well. Let's add too. He's a super nice guy. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, he it doesn't. Yeah. You know, he depends he, on if you're competing against him. <laughs> you know, he never lets the rest of us win. What was nice today in the press conference? though, we saw the Belgians, and that's their first ever medal, and they were absolutely thrilled. You know, if you got a map out and you looked at the size of Belgium compared to the size of any other country in Europe. Texas. Or Texas, <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, that, that's very impressive. And that, that is what, uh, you know, what is so maybe frightening for a U.S. citizen like myself to, uh, to see. I mean, the competition at the level every year is getting so and, much better. And not just the Italians, but the Europeans as a whole are really improving, and they love this sport of reining. Well, you know, they might be new to reining, but they're not new to riding horses. Right. They've been, they've been riding horses longer, longer than we, we have. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, uh, and so there is an incredible amount of talent over there. And, uh, and there's, a, you know, the, the Germans, the Italians, everybody is so determined, so competitive that, you know... We've got a big target. And on they have heart. Even the teams, we're, we're, the Swedish reigning team's coming down to join us tomorrow night. The whole team's coming oh, great, down. Great. And, and they're a lot of fun. We had them on the air before. They have heart. They really believe in what they're doing. And, and they're going to come along. Absolutely. You know, a lot of these teams have one and two or two really good riders or really good horses. And, uh, you know, you look at the U.S. and we've got, you know, we brought four great horses, great riders. We have a lot more to choose from. You know, it's, it's countries like Sweden that when they get one or two really nice horses to go along with the really good riders that they are, then, you know, that's when this team competition really is going to start getting interesting. And if they convert more of their dressage riders, did you see Anki yeah. go yesterday? I did. Anki, she's, uh, she's amazing. Um, and, and I've had the opportunity to, to, to meet her this week and talk to her. Uh, she's got a, a, a tremendous, you know, attitude towards this sport and, and she seems to truly love it. She does. Uh, she came out and she was pumped after her ride. She said it was yeah. the best ride she'd had. She actually swore. She, and I'm not going to say what she said. It wasn't a terrible <laughs> word, but she, you know, she was, yeah. seemed much more animated and, um, it was great. I'm happy to see her. I think she's great for the sport. Everyone wanted to know how she went and how she did. Uh, she is a true ambassador for the sport, and uh, you know I think as, as as what she's doing is doing more for reigning and our integration into the world equestrian games than anything we could have done up to this point, you know because reigning doesn't quite fit in with the other disciplines here. I mean, it, it, the style, the culture is so much different, and so so to have a three-time Olympic gold medalist like herself do it, convert you know, yell and scream and get out of her comfort zone, you know, that, that right there, 
um, I think is the icing on the cake to really solidify this as a as a global sport. I yeah. have to say, though, when you know we were watching the opening ceremonies last night, we've been talking about those today too, and you see the Rainers. There, they are the group that is always having the best time, no matter what. They're just smiling all the time, and they just seem to be having the best time. Oh well, that's true, and 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 that's not just here, you know. It's uh, that's the culture throughout the industry, throughout the world. Um, you know, everything. Everybody understands that. You know, it's not really me against you. It's me and my horse against us. You know how we perform, and uh, and and everybody is just real supportive. It's a great sport. Now, what happens from now? Now, we've, we've completed the teams, and as we mentioned, the United States was gold. And uh, actually, we've had three of the four, we're proud to say, on this show before the, uh, yeah. before the games. So what happens now? We go into the individual. Who qualifies for the individual? What they did was the top 15 riders from today are automatically qualified to come back for the finals. Uh, what is unique about this uh, format versus the format that uh, we competed in in Aachen is that they're going to take uh, placing number 16 through, I, I believe, placing number 35 and give those horses a chance in, the, in a consolation round to be held on Tuesday to, uh, to make another run to qualify for the finals. And then from there, I believe they're going to take the top five finishers from the consolation round and give them another chance. And so, you know, there's a lot of people that have come here from Sweden, from all these different countries, and they've invested a lot of time, energy. You know, they come in, they have, um, they have some bad luck. You know, well, this is giving them another chance to, to redeem themselves and to make the trip, you know, a little less painful. Well, that... Go ahead. How long are you here for, Aaron? I, um, I'm here through Thursday night. Um, I get to do... I've been doing some uh, clinics and some presentations every day in the Equine Village. And they're very popularly received by my friends, I might add. <laughs> well, that's good. I, I'll have to give her some money when I do. <laughs> Maybe where, she'll tell somebody else. And after the games are over, where can people see more Aaron Ralston? Oh, well, we have a television show on RFD TV, and uh, our, our main airing is Monday nights um, at it's nine o'clock Mountain Time. And what's it called there? It's called the Ride with Aaron Ralston, and the, the basic format is that I take I, I take myself and uh, I go and travel with uh, you know and visit other trainers, and I I learn from them. I, I ask them to share their expertise with me. I am uh, maybe, I'm not the expert, but I'm, I'm the expert uh, student, per se. Well, so how cool it, is it's that? Been, it's been I mean, great. that is cool. You know, it's, it's opened up a lot of doors for me. I've, I've been able to go places, see things, do things that I've, you know, I've never done before. And, and frankly, I'm just basically living my dream on TV. And the teacher becomes a student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's been so nice to have you here in person and meet you. We had you once before, and thank you so much for coming down and joining us and to meet your lovely wife. Can I just ask what the huge belt buckle is she's wearing? Well, her belt buckle is the world championship in the amateur reigning at the AQHA World Show. And uh, uh, she's a phenomenal rider, you know. Um, she's... She's got a phenomenal horse that uh, <laughs> we're all staring at. That her. I actually, she's now. looking at us now, going, "Why are they I all actually, looking at me?" <laughs> uh, I had to get her to start a family 
so that I could get her to stop riding her horse and so that I could take him from her. Oh, oh that's how oh. she got you? That, is that and, how the competition uh, and so that ended? Worked out. He got you out of the ring? <laughs> I don't like to hear that. <laughs> I knocked the competition out. Or All right, up. Samantha's exactly. on your side. She's going, oh, no, you got to get back into it now. <laughs> yeah, and it worked so well. You know, after the first kid, we had another one <laughs> shortly after that. So um, she's back riding he, now. I think Aaron's well. winning this battle. I don't know. <laughs> I really only wanted one kid, but now I'm thinking three would be good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Aaron. We thank appreciate you, you stopping much. by. All right. Thank you, guys. Well, thank you to Aaron. That was great. And, and what good insight into the raining and what's coming up as well. Yes. And I have to say that the raining was so much fun. And what was nice today was I realized that all the riders were crossing over. I saw the eventers up at the Endurance. I saw some of the American eventers going over to the raining. Everyone seems to be really enjoying having the opportunity to see all the other disciplines. And I think the only sad news was that we didn't have Lisa Coulter with us to... to um, participate in the reigning. We should tell everybody that she was spun in the vet check and before the competition even started. I know. Sadly, her horse did not pass, so she wasn't able to compete, which is, you know, the way with horses and a terrible shame because I know she was really looking forward to coming and, and was on such terrific form. But um, there'll be another competition in another day. And, and um, Well, we have another champion coming up here to talk about, a little bit about a different sport. And, of course, endurance happened today, which we'll get to in a couple of minutes as well. So we have Chester Weber coming up and a conversation about endurance today, which had not finished by the time we were recording this. So we'll have more on that tomorrow. She had waited all her life for this moment, dreaming about it since she was 10 years old. The trailer ramp touched the ground. He whinnied as she backed him out swinging his head around to get a good look at his new home. His coat gleamed in the sun. Her love had arrived. She was breathless. He was beautiful. She could hardly wait to tack him up and start off on what she was sure would be the best times of her life. This love story is brought to you by Contribute, providing essential omega-3 fatty acids that help maintain low inflammation levels throughout your horse's body. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. So we had endurance today. You and I spent a late night last night out there, at, at, and we'll have more for that about endurance tomorrow, but we spent a I... late night last night out at the opening ceremonies, and then we had an early morning for their 7.30 departure on the endurance course. Now, you spent a longer time up there than I did. I did. I spent quite a long time up there. I find it fascinating that um, it's so different from any other, any other discipline, and... Um, it was exciting. And we, we do know the top three, I think, is uh, Maria Alvarez Ponton, I think is her name, on Nobby for Spain, was the winner. And Sheikh Mohammed was second. And actually, I don't know who's third. But they just literally, before we started recording this, got the results in. And um, it was exciting. The, the start is always crazy. There was just this mass of horses milling around everywhere, and the people were all in between them. Uh, uh, yeah, the, 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 the crowd was gathering and getting the lane narrower and narrower. And, and then they're riding for 100 miles, yet they start like it's a sprint. 
Yeah. And the same thing when they came back off the first loop. And um, you could not pay me enough money to be one of those stewards who stands at the gate to the to the vet gate. And um, they were standing there with their sort of arms out and their legs out going, slow down, slow down, spread out, steady, steady. And the riders just come cantering in there as fast as they can. And they all, you know, jostling for position. So, um, yeah, it's fun to watch. And then I, I watched a little bit of the crews working away, and, and that's interesting, and the, and the vets when they trot them up and down and take their heart rates. And it's all become so technical. Today was the first time they used the GPS. And I think... Um, and the GPS was used to track, and we could actually GPS see on the big screens system. where they were. And I'm not, I think that's more for the spectators than for the uh, competitors. I'm not sure how useful it is to them, but it was certainly nice for us to see. Although I did speak to Liz Finney, who's the English um, chef to keep of endurance, and she said, that at, at one point the, her two English riders on the GPS said they said they'd stopped, and she could assure them that they actually hadn't stopped. So <laughs> I'm not sure how reliable it is. But GPS it, it was, fell out of the saddle pad. <laughs> it was fun to watch, and um, yeah, it was. I, I really enjoyed it. Actually, I spent a few hours there watching and um, open mouthed. Well, I, I was there for the first at the end of the first loop when they came into the vet area, and that's the first time I'd ever seen that. And it's amazing. It was cold out when we were there this morning. It was in the 50s, and they were putting ice water on those horses and it's amazing efficient operation when those were but yet crazy because they're all everywhere and there's grooms everywhere we had a great time most fun i had all day was with the lithuanian veterinarians that were there they were a riot they were over entertaining us in the audience they were a riot they were there with the german team and the, uh, it was the best time. I wish I had recorded it. It was a comedy act. It, they were just so much fun. And, and, and the endurance people all seemed to be that way. They were all just, they know what their job is. And in between, when they're out riding, all the grooms and all the vets, they have nothing to do. So they stand around. They sort of kibitz with each other and have fun. Yeah. No, I, I did. I, I really enjoyed it. And I learned a lot, that's for sure. And we'll have more about the results and what actually happened in the medal ceremonies are tomorrow. And also the best conditioned awards. Yes, which is very important to endurance riders. Yes. So we'll have the... And also, I did have bad news about Jan Worthington, I heard, just yes. had to pull out. Um, I heard she pulled out just And of course, she was, was a 70-year-old. She was, a, and, and one other American, so I don't think American had, America had a team finish. And the nicest thing, you forget, you know, we've been so busy all day that I was biking back to my car, and I saw the endurance horses still going, and it was, it was a beautiful evening. It finally warmed up. I was, you know, rushing back to get here, and I just took a moment and watched the horses and thought, oh, how beautiful. And then, who should I see? But our friend from Facebook video, um, Penny on on Dawn. Oh, really? So I shouted to her and said good luck, and she still looked great. She was in good form, and she was near the end. So that was wonderful news. Well, that's a hundred miles, and in, in in a very few short hours, when you think about it, they left at seven thirty, and the winning rides coming in at what six forty five. They 45? expected them. Yep. Yeah. So we'll have more about that tomorrow. But we have another guest coming up that we're going to get to in a moment, and he's only an eight time national, national champion, champion. and ha is one of the favorites, I would say, for the driving competition. And this is for all our drivers out there. And, and we weren't ignoring you. I'm a driver. I love driving. So <laughs> so this is this. This is not something that we were ignoring. You want to introduce our next guest? I'm very happy to introduce Chester. Well, he hardly needs an introduction, yeah. but yes, welcome to the show, Chester Weber. Well, I'm so happy to welcome Chester yeah. Weber back to the show. Chester, welcome to the 2010 Radio Show and welcome back to Kentucky. Thanks so much for having me. It's terrific. So last time you were here was the test event where you became the national champion for a record-breaking eighth time. Yeah. <laughs> Who's counting? 
I keep counting. Oh, do you? <laughs> and um, and you've had a pretty good summer since. I think you've won almost everything you've been in. Yeah, the uh, the horses have been working really well, and um, yeah, we're 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 ready to compete. Let it come. They're on their way to the park tonight. Yeah, they'll leave Ocala uh, at around seven or eight tonight, and they're uh, actually they're not going to the park. The U.S. Uh, the team members uh, have a training camp in Paris, Kentucky, at Hillcroft Farm, so uh, all the horses will head there. Great. And um, I know also you've been doing some things with Charles Owen Helmets, yeah, which is terrific. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, they have, um, from the Courtney King Dye situation, they have a Helmets for Riders program, and we sort of talked to them and said, hey, what about Helmets for Drivers? So uh, we helped them put together a uh, program. We did something at the Iron Horse CD just outside of Chicago uh, to make some promotion for uh, you know drivers with Helmets, and uh, it's it's been exciting exciting i've also worked with um roy burke there um we've been sort of working uh very diligently trying to get the body protectors right for the drivers because with a carriage seat there's some different needs than the three-day event riders have and uh uh, it sound, sounds like it worked out uh, at the last sort of uh, mandatory training at the Laurels in Unionville. Um, the Roy came there and uh, delivered sort of all of the U.S. team uh, body protectors to uh, to us, and people used them, and they were really happy with them. They uh, typically, in, in the driving sport, a lot of the riding body protectors end up up, up way. Yeah, was you yeah, you sit on them and it pushes them up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So they've uh, they've done some really um, innovative things to to. to to help deal with that. And the US team has got great kit so far. I've been admiring jackets and Converse boots and everything. From I haven't to seen toe. any of it. Harriet. <laughs> and um, yeah, you'll be kitted out nicely. Which horses are you bringing? Uh, it looks like we'll drive uh, the same dressage team that I broke a world record with two years ago in Riesenbeck, uh, Germany. That's uh, Rolex and Grumus uh, in lead, and then Boy and Para in the wheel. Uh, and then uh, this year, uh, Jamaica won't be coming to the World uh, Equestrian Games. Um, he um, uh, He's... Uh, been replaced this year in the team by a French trotter that actually, it's, it's a very funny story, has a history as a racehorse from the racetrack in France um, but he's just a little easier in the cones to drive um, and, and faster? He's, uh, he, adds, <laughs> he adds a little speed on, on Saturday, so we're hoping that, that that'll be what we need. Uh, we've, as a team, been pretty consistent with the, our results internationally and the dressage part being in the first couple and uh, now uh, it, it'd be really nice to have... Uh, to uh, to have one in the lead that helps helps drive them forward. Some of these Dutch horses have big airy canners. Yeah. And they need one to just well. Let me go forward. let me ask you a little bit about the team situation. Obviously, the United States started off well today in the reigning, winning yeah. the team gold. So, yeah. what, what what's it going to look like for the United States? Uh, there's some tough competition in driving. You know, in driving the Dutch, you'd you'd have to say they've uh, they've been winning the Nations Cup prizes at most of the international competitions for the last couple of years, but. Um, you know, uh, we'll see. We'll see how it all works out. Um, I'm really uh, bullish on the American team and what's going on. I've watched uh, 
Tucker Johnson. He has a fantastic group uh, together. He has a, a new lead horse um, from actually an Australian driver that bases himself in, in England, Boyd Excel, who um, he's, been, uh, he's been using, and I think Tucker's leased for the show. Uh, really fantastic horse with uh, lots of results. Uh, and Boyd's a heck of a driver. He is. Boyd is a, is a contender and will, will be this weekend. And a character, too. He's, <laughs> he has that Australian uh, thing. Exactly. <laughs> And Jim Fairclough, Jim. Yeah, Jimmy uh, has been wildly consistent uh, at the international shows in Riesenbeck and in Aachen. He, uh, he drove clear rounds on Sunday. Uh, in Aachen, he was third in dressage. So um, he's, uh, he's really brought his, his, his game together. He's been working um, two horses in the lead this year that came from a, a pair driver, Kitty Cadwell. They've leased. Um, they're really exciting and uh, a nice pair of horses. Boyd drove them here last year at the at the the test event uh, in lead, and uh, I you know I have high hopes for 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 the Americans, and um, I think that the Dutch will, will will make us certainly work work really hard for it. But um, that's what we came here to do to work. And for a change, it must be nice for you to to have it on home turf, not to have to travel overseas. And you you chose to stay here over the summer and keep your horses fresh. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's it's always hard to get the balance right of what to do to prepare horses for for the games. Uh, but uh, it seemed like we were going to drive a pretty experienced group. Uh, the only subjective day is in the dressage. I think that uh, at the international shows this spring, we showed uh, showed the international judges that we we were still on form. Um, and uh, you know, we'll see on September 10th uh, how it all shakes out. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to the competition, though. Yeah, and we have a little wait, but I know your wife will be happy that the driving is um, coinciding almost with the jumping, so you can see that. Yeah, I hope she'll come, <laughs> come out and watch me. Uh, no, I'm sure she, she will. She might be stuck in the arena. <laughs> no, she, my wife, for all the, all the listeners, my wife is a jumping fan. She was down in Wellington this past uh, weekend showing, and, uh, but she, uh, she's a great supporter. She's certainly, certainly my biggest fan. Oh, and I heard you actually show up and watch her occasionally, too. Yeah, I I do, uh, and I, I do my best to, uh, you know. So not the, only you're a championship driver, you're a good horse husband. Well, you know, they uh, say happy wife, happy life, so. <laughs> thank you, well, Chester. We wish you the best of luck. Yes, thank you for joining Good luck. Us. We're going to be okay. out there rooting for you. Thanks. Well, it's always fun to have Chester on. He, you know, he, he seems to thoroughly enjoy what he does. I mean, he just enjoys driving. Yes. And he enjoys the competition. Yes. So we're always glad to have Chester on. We appreciate him being here. And now, after this word from Easy Signs Online, we have Monty Roberts with us, who happened to be set up right across the hall from us here at the International Equestrian Festival. So we had to have him on. He's been a regular on all the shows, and of course he's known around the world. And Monty was at the opening ceremonies last night, so we want to talk to him a little bit about that, and we'll talk a little bit about the opening ceremonies. But first, make an interest to your horse farm or business stand out by getting a new custom farm sign from the great folks at EasySignsOnline.com. From residential, farm, business, or church signs, they have you covered. Entrance signs, magnetic vehicle signs, portable vinyl show banners, window decals, etc. And with their current 10% off sale and free shipping, it's not too early to start planning a great holiday gift. Remember, you only get one chance to make a great first impression. That's easysignsonline.com or 800-640-8180. And we thank them because they provided all the signs for us here at our booth, which we have pictures of on our 2010 page on Facebook. 
Right. Well, let's get straight to Monty without further ado, because I know he's got a big trip planned and he probably has to go home and pack again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Monty, welcome to the show again. Now, this is one show you have not been on on the network. You've been on most of the others. But uh, the World (laughs) Equestrian Game show is kind of an odd one at this point. But it's so good to see you here. And it's always fun to see you in person. We spent some time with you in Florida, Samantha and I did, at the Succeed event. We We hope to be back there again. So, uh, where you're actually heading off on quite a trip here from from here. You're leaving tomorrow. I am. I'm leaving tomorrow, and I and I wish I didn't have to right now. But then when I get to the next place, I'm glad I got there. So, yes. <laughs> but I had two days here that were just wonderful, and uh, I'm so pleased that you I like had the Lexington. To come. Though you've been back to it. Lexington, I before. absolutely love it. I was at the opening ceremonies last night, and it was fantastic. Yeah, what do you think? We're going to talk about that shortly. Tell us your impression. Well, it was loaded, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> there was something was. for everybody, and I thought Stacy Westfall. I thought she just. Knocked him she dead. Always does. Yeah. Yeah. And but I mean, you know, the opera singers and stuff. I don't um, no, move in that. So, <laughs> to be honest with you, Samantha tea. and I are not really opera fans either. So <laughs> <laughs> we were more for the country. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, there was something for everybody, really. And there was about, I guess, twenty-five thousand people or something there. Uh, and that's wonderful. You want our industry to keep staying alive. And uh, this this um, WEG was a real challenge for them in the world economy situation the way it is. Um, and they asked me to come back to support HRTV, which they've been very helpful in bringing my message. Well, you have to. a little show on their network. Don't you? I do, yeah. yeah. And no, I have a big show. I know. I was, I was waiting for that, Monty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm in England uh, tomorrow. And I go on tour right top to bottom. Glen Eagles up at the top in Scotland. And right on down to the bottom, uh, the Quab and and down in Cornwall. And uh, England, I do two tours a year. And they just keep filling. The buildings are all full on this trip. Are you stopping by the Queen's house again this year? I am. Are you? And I'm starting all of her babies between my shows on this particular tour. Is that fun or not? Huh? And, uh, yeah, her her man, uh, Terry Pendry takes care of all of her private horses and he just keeps calling me back and we just we just have a ball now does she ever call you personally oh she does really yep so she does pay attention to her horses look She's that lady is so oh her. she is keen and you don't ever want to tell her something and then change it later <laughs> i've seen some guys do that and she calls them on it man she doesn't forget a thing and I've got a science trial coming out soon, the results coming out soon that I did a year ago. 22 days of testing my uh, concepts against traditional horsemanship. The Queen's read every word of it. And she is, I mean, spot on. She verbatim comes back to you with, oh, it was keen when this horse did that and that one did that. She's just a marvelous horsewoman. And what about your online university? Well, that's probably the most exciting thing in my life right now because it is my legacy. It's my next step in life. And I don't want to say my last step in life, but that's a probability. I'm 75 now. And, but what we're doing, we've been, we've been working four years to create enough lessons so that we could open up this online university. It's called Equus Online University. And you, you go to my website and then you jump on it. And it's a subscription thing, but it's 25 cents a day, so everybody can afford it. And that was a big fight, because I'm non-profit, and the, they wanted a lot more money. The government wanted me to get a lot more money for it, because it cost a huge amount of money to get this thing up there. Um, and 
I have more than a hundred courses on there now. So that's fun. They, and it's in an archive where if you just go on there and you pay your 25 cents a day, you can go to all hundred courses and then there's two new ones every week that come up. And I'm not just me. I'm having the best farriers, the best nutritionists. I'm having people from dressage, um, uh, Stefan Peters and Imka Bartles. Yep. And Monty doesn't stop, start small. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, I don't do, no, no, I'm a Texan that way around, but no, Charlotte Bridal is on there doing a guest spot, and then I have uh, Will Simpson, gold medal winner in, in show jumping, he's on there uh, doing his guest spot. And it sounds I'm like just, entertainment, not it education. It is entertainment. Well, anytime but, you have Monty involved, it's entertaining. Yeah, I, I, yeah, well, I hope so, but I, <laughs> I really, like, I turn Will loose. And he just said some wonderful things about how he uses my conceptual lines um, to, in fact, take his show jumping horses over higher fences and get a better performance out of them and a more willing performance out of them. And I just felt so good, you know, and I'm trying to help him with a couple of horses that he's having some trouble with. And it's a synergistic thing. I... I'm no champion show jumper, but on the other hand, I rode some of them, and I know their mindset enough to help him. It's a lot of fun. I know that your daughter is your manager, and I think your family were hoping that the online university might be a way to slow you down. But yeah, I, don't I see think that that, I think she said that in an interview we did once, Monty. It hasn't happened. Yeah, they're gonna slow me down. <laughs> In a box. <laughs> Monty, in a there's box. one other thing before you go that I, I, I need to mention, and that is Debbie, your lovely daughter, who's a good friend now, was, was kind enough to send uh, us one of your books, and my wife read it here. She got it first. She grabbed it out of my hands, and she absolutely loved it. Which one was it? Do you the, know? The new one. Oh, the brand new one. I'm yeah, Shy Boy. I'm Shy it's Boy. not my book, you know. It's he wrote the, it himself. Oh, I that's just, right. I forgot. <laughs> I just translated it for him. I forgot. But she loved it, Monty. Oh, great. She said she actually thought it was, it was your best book. Uh, to date, and uh, and I'm she's going to sure re- no, it is one. actually because <laughs> because because he wrote it. It came from a different perspective, and it really was different. And she's going to do a review of it on our show here shortly. You know what I'm doing? I'm 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 doing an experiment right now, and I do all the paragraphs the same length, approximately seventy five words per paragraph, and so people get trained. Their mind goes quicker. They read it faster, and they retain more. And I'm having a world of fun with this thing. I do it on all my writings now, even answering the, the things that come in on Ask Monty on, online, you know. And it's a lot of fun playing with how to get the information across. I'm a consummate teacher. I really like to teach, but I'm, I'm impatient at the same time, and I only want really brilliant students that learn real fast, <laughs> so they make me look good, you know? <laughs> Monty, thank you so much. It's oh. always a pleasure to see you. Oh, thank and we you. hope we see you back in Florida at that fun event again. And have yeah. fun in England for Yes, me. I will do. Let's say Where hello is to your the hometown? Uh, just outside Oxford. Oh, yeah? yeah? Well, I get over there a lot because I work in Whitney oh, yes. quite a bit, yeah. Thank you very much well, for having me. Okay. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
Well, thank you, Monty. It's always a pleasure to have Monty on the show. We do appreciate him being here. He has been on many of the shows now, and we love him. We love his wife, Debbie, who really helps us out and, and helps us get everything arranged. And I'm sure Monty wouldn't mind me saying, I'm, I'm hoping I'm half his age, but I wish I had half his energy. I know. <laughs> I know. He is. He's always that way, too, every time I've ever talked to him. And we've talked to him some late nights and some early mornings, so we appreciate that. Remember, we're going to be doing daily coverage here, uh, starting tonight, obviously, and continuing now through the October the 10th. We'll be covering all the different disciplines. And is, I don't know about you, but the park is a big place. That's something we haven't yeah, mentioned. I mean, I'm hoping we're going to iron out some of the glitch. Well, not we. I'm hoping some of the glitches are going to be ironed out over the next few days because it's been trial and error, definitely. Yeah, and but yet... For the amount of people they put into the park, there were 30,000 last night, I think, for opening ceremonies. I was doing some shopping today, and I've heard a lot of people just thrilled that they were at You had at time the, to go shopping? I shopped, actually. I did. I got a girth today for my horse. I had time to go shopping. Uh, but the walking at the park, that's a big place. Yeah. We talk about how big the park is, but until you've walked it many times a day, you, you, you start to realize how it is. But I did, you know, one of the conversations we have had up to this point was about the parking. That's been a numerous shows about the parking. The parking worked very well. Both days I parked in that lot. I got shuttled to the door. It, it seemed to work very smoothly, very efficiently. They must have a thousand volunteers in the parking lot. They do have a lot. And I'm hearing great things also about the Lextran shuttle. So if you're downtown and you want to take the shuttle, it's the best deal around. Let me also say about the volunteers. There must be, well, there are. There are like 7,000 volunteers for the games. And they have been the most courteous, and uh, they've been great. I've been listening to them, interacting with everybody. They're happy to be there. They're thrilled to be part of it. And they, in fact, do have people standing at every garbage location telling you which can to put your garbage in. <laughs> can you imagine being that volunteer? No. Oh, my God. Well, we're going to have more color tomorrow from the World of Question Games. We had a lot of guests tonight. We really appreciate them being here. Tomorrow we'll talk dressage and endurance. Oh, Glenn, I saw Edward Gall riding oh, Morland's Tortillas today and I took some pictures which I'll try and put on Facebook later if I don't collapse. Yeah, if you don't. <laughs> We're both pretty tired after, after two days. I can imagine 16. Well, life's too short for heavy tack, especially if you have a pony. At half the weight of traditional leather saddles, tacking up is simply a breeze with any Wintech light saddle. It's one of the reasons Jamie loves her Wintech light so much. Oh, you don't think I make farm boy? Pick this up, just just so you can know. Okay, give it back. You will feel secure in the super soft and grippy seat of the Wintech Light All-Purpose Deluxe Saddle, while your horse enjoys the super soft panels that mold in and around his muscles. For a little fun, add some personality to your Wintech Light with a range of changeable cantles that can be swapped out to suit your mood. So you can find out why Wintech Light All-Purpose Deluxe Saddles are Jamie's favorite at wintech-saddles.com. Welcome to the 2018 WEG Show, your home for all the news and views of the 2018 World Equestrian Games. And we are back. I am Glenn the Geek, and I am joined by NBC commentator Dr. Wendy Ying. That's right. She did the commentary for NBC today. I know. I can't believe I did it. <laughs> the, I'm still kind of nervous about it, and I'm glad it's. I mean, it's done. And I'm still scared. And for the reports coming in, you did fantastic. Phew. Well, <laughs> it's 
again. No, we're going to tell that story. Because they may surprise me. Like, if I had a long time to think about it, well, I probably would have said no. We're going to tell the story here in just a minute because there's a story to go with all everything today. But I want to tell you that what's going on right now is there's para happening right now. There's the individual team. At, uh, just a uh, freestyle is going on and all of the or individual freestyles going on and all the different uh, grades, all five grades. That doesn't end till later tonight. Also, vaulting is going on with multiple things happening over there, and that doesn't end until later tonight. And to be honest, we're tired. We're recording this about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and we want to get out of here and have a night. We actually want to go to Tryon, the town. Yeah, we're going to go Because we have Tryon. never been to the town in 14 days we've been here. So we're wrapping up a little early today. We'll do all of the wrap-ups for all the different events tomorrow's show, because that's the last episode tomorrow. Yep. It's the final day. But today was all about driving. And right after this word from Kentucky Performance Products, you're going to hear about Wendy's adventures. You muck out his stall every day. You toss him hay and feed him his grain with just the right supplements mixed in. You adjust his blankets to keep him comfortable. And you always make sure he has enough fresh water. Before you ride, you brush off all the dirt and notice every bump or scratch. As you train, you feel every stride and notice each swivel of his ears as he listens to your aids. After you ride, you pause for a hug because your relationship is what it's really all about. The feeling you get when you hug your horse is priceless. It's why we do what we do at Kentucky Performance Products. This feeling is brought to you by Nalox Advanced. Fight back against colic and digestive upset. Nalox Advanced provides a scientifically advanced blend of ingredients that work synergistically to maintain your horse's digestive tract in peak condition. The horse that matters to you matters to us. So we're back and it's time to talk about who is leading in the team competition. And this is the second time we're recording this today because we finished recording. And as we were editing down, our friend Mike came over and said, did you see there was a change in the team order? And we went, no, there can't be. We're already done. So we're doing it over because there was a change. And what is going on, Wendy? Well, it's very exciting. Um, as you know, like they put up the results, but those results are not official until an hour after marathon. And that's because all the volunteers that are down there scoring each individual hazard, they have sheets where they mark that everybody went through the gates. They in actually the proper draw order. it. Their course. Yeah, they, they draw, draw their course yeah. and they make sure that everybody went through the proper order. If someone makes a correction of course or has some error, they put a little sticker on it and then all those papers goes up to the show office and then they deal with it. So it takes a little while to get all that official results back up there. So, uh, unfortunately, Easebron Chardon had a correction of course on one of the hazards. And so let's just say this before when we recorded our first recording, the United States was trailing the Netherlands by one point. But because of this course correction, it's now what? Now the USA is winning. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and so, so that is a, the correction, of course, is 20 penalties. So we're 19 points ahead of. Holland. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about, um, at this level of competition, especially their, their times are all so close. 20 penalties is uh, almost impossible to come back from. And unfortunately, um, on, uh, both Chardons had a correction, of course. But it's a bad day for father son. Yeah. yeah. And, um, uh, so the USA is winning with a 338. 
and um, followed by Belgium. Which Belgium with a three three hundred fifty-three. I need glasses. You do. Okay, so it's. Uh, I'll that. help you. Okay. It's three thirty-eight for the United States and three fifty-three for Belgium, which is a big gap. That's a big gap, and, and the Netherlands in third. So it's going to be exciting, though. Exciting yeah, going into that, um, the cones. I will have to say, like, like we said before, there's 19 teams here. Every single person here is like a cones machine. So, it, who knows? Yeah, you what's don't often happen see tomorrow. cones down. You do occasionally, but not not yeah. often at this level. Yeah, and and it's it's four points for each ball that's not cone that's knocked over. Three points. Three points for each okay. ball, and then uh, for every second over the time. It's a half a point. So six of them, we could still be in the running for a team medal. But Chester has to really worry about it because he's, uh, you know, he's really close on the heels, and we're going to talk about that. And the individual side, you know, he's 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 got to worry about it on the individual side because he's yeah. trailing Boyd. So for team wise, we're in very very good shape because we're yeah. three hundred thirty eight versus our next closest one is three fifty three. Yeah. So that's good. That's I mean, really so good. unless. Uh, Disaster uh, happens. Yeah, and, <laughs> I, and really, all run three, away. <laughs> all three of our, um, all three of our USA team members are super. Are you telling goals. me that we could end this wag with two team gold medals? Yes. Yes. Well, that would be, that be that'd be really great. That would be a nice way to end this particular wag. <laughs> now we're sitting with the teams. Let's talk about individuals at this point. Uh, let me bring that up. Now so, let me ask a question. Yep. In driving, the individuals and teams are all the same people. Yes. So it, you compete as an individual at the same time yeah, you compete as a team. there's not two separate. There, there's only one show. And so, like, Chester, <laughs> Mizzy, and Jimmy are all competing as individuals. As well as teams. And then how they calculate the team score is they take, of those three people, the top two scores of each um But they segment. do it by, by, dis, by um, phase. By it, phase. It used, to be, it used to be back in the old days it was the whole thing. So one person's score. So now they can take the highest dressage to dressage scores, right. the highest to or lowest. Right. So or, like right now in Team USA, we have Mizdy and Chester's dressage score. Right. But in marathon, we have Jimmy and Chester's marathon score. And then depending on what they do in cones. They'll take the best yeah, two there. Yeah, like, like I said, that's how they put together the teams too. Like Jimmy is always strong in yeah. cones. They only just started doing that in eventing and there was some pushback for it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's worked well for driving. And that's, it's been well, it, that it helps teams finish, too. It helps yeah. people. It helps nations finish a team so right. that they can continue. Yeah. Right. So in, in uh, the individual standings, we have Boyd Excel, as everybody kind of expects, still in first place, but he only came in third in the marathon today. Yeah, he had, um, I forget what hazard it was in, but he had a little hiccup in one of the uh, hazards. And I think also it is very, oh, was that hot. The very I think it was one, the very beginning. It might have yeah. been one, um, but... I think, uh, you know, Boyd is, Boyd is a very good planner and he knows with a dressage score of 31, he doesn't have to win the marathon. And, and you can see he's still in first place. So he played his cards by seven points. I mean, he's still in. So he didn't have to really push what he did push. So he pushed where he needed to and then saved his horses where he could. and then we had Chester Weber uh, coming in fifth in the marathon, but still maintaining his second spot in uh, overall standings. Right. He had a great dressage, of course. Um, you know, 
both Boyd and Chester always have very good dressage and their horses move so well. These hazards were pretty tight. I think once you saw, I mean, looking at them with no horses in it didn't seem like yeah, it didn't. bad. But when you got the foreign hands in there, like that blue hazard. Yes. That, those turns were they really were tight. tight. And you have to think about it. I mean, Chester's horses are like 17 hands. And they move so huge. And you're getting giant horses through these little tight obstacles. Also, you know, the weather has a lot to do with it because there's hills and we don't yeah. have hills in Florida. Yeah. And if, there are a lot of hills. Yeah, and if the horses are a little bit tired, they're not going to be as quick off the aids. And yeah, the horses, we yeah. never saw the horses because we never made it that far. We never saw the horses as they came because they ended on the big hill everybody always talks about. Yeah. And then yeah. the arena, the they must have been pretty pooped by yeah. that time. And, you know, that big hill, they, uh, Richard Nickel um, and the course designer for eventing, uh, Captain Phillips, um, they both talked about that in the past, that the course on the surface, when you look at it, doesn't look hard. But they're using terrain to make it difficult. So that long pull up the hill, then you have to run through a hazard. So mm-hmm. that you're tired once you get to the sure. top of the hill. We walked the hill back. We were tired. We were tired. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it, I was walking up the hill and I commented to Glenn, this is the kind of hill you ski on. Right. Yeah, it was steep. That kind of a hill. Yeah. So when you got to the hill after walking up for marathon, you wouldn't want to do a 50-yard dash. Right. No. right. Against Usain Bolt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you would be not looking good. But that's essentially why they were using that hill. And different people attacked it in different ways. Like I said, we talked about that a little bit on yesterday's show. A lot of people put their leaders in draft and let their wheelers rest a little bit. Well, you but could I, see that today. I, yeah, you I saw, could see I that, saw today. that several times that yeah. they, some yeah, of the drivers you, you, would, it was would take a little today. walk break and yeah. let the leaders do some pulling. Yeah, yeah so, the, so the wheelers and Keedy Cadwell, Keedy and Randy were really um, instrumental in, in explaining that to me on how, to, how that works. And it made such a difference in my marathons because my horses weren't tired. If they're trotting, they can't rest. So she said she would say, just walk for thir- a minute because you can make up the time. You don't have to go 14 kph. Well, and there was tired. some walking on the course that yeah. they did. I, yeah, and the, the, the terrain places. was challenging because it's not <coughs> big, open, gentle hills here like Kentucky. These are steep, mountainous right. kinds of well, hills. Well, and the hazards, too, were hard pulling. Yeah, yes, you know, they were they all were, bowls. They yeah, were bowls, so. and then the water was deep. It came up to the bottom of the step on yeah. the carriage, so the water was deep, too, and they were pulling yeah. out of that. Yeah. Well, well you know, and something else is like we talk about this about using your brakes on the, on, when you're driving hazards and you think about it, if you've ever like run downhill, how the top of your thighs start to burn. So the horses too have to hold everything back. You know, like right. there's a lot of downhill. They're working on the way down. They're not just yeah. working on the way up. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot, but those drivers all use their brake, of course, but it, it's, it was challenging. Yeah. It, it, it asks something different of the drivers in addition mm-hmm. to the horses. How tough, to show how tough it really was, when you look at all the obstacles and, and the times and all the obstacles, so we have the first two places, Boyd and Chester, only one obstacle did Boyd or Chester come in with the best time. The rest yeah. of the obstacles, they weren't in the best time. And sometimes they were in 13th and 16th. And yeah. so that, you know, it wasn't necessarily that the top, the leaders took the best times and all the obstacles. That did not happen today. No, I think it was interesting. And I think it really is a nod to, um, to Richard Nickel and to Mark Johnson, the course designers about the questions that they asked the people in the horses. You know, it wasn't too hard, but it, you really needed to know your horse's athletic ability.
Your horse has unique feed needs, and Purina has you covered. From breeding to senior horses, from performance horses to easy keepers, and everything in between, Purina has an extensive portfolio of research-backed options for your horse. There's no shortcut for quality nutrition. Cheaper isn't cheaper if it doesn't work. Put Purina's research to the test. Find optimal nutrition at any level at your local Purina retailer or visit PurinaMills.com to learn more. So there were two incidents today that happened out there. Should we call them incidents? That just sounds so... They were incidents. They were things that happened that weren't normal. Cryptic. So... (laughs) So this is what happened. We ended up, we were walking around, and I, I was taking pictures of two drivers at each obstacle. We started at one. We're making our way around. We get to five, where happens to be where the media tent is, and about then we were dead from heat exhaustion. And we grab a water and, and a sandwich they had there, thank God. And then I look over, and Christoph Sandman is coming into the fourth obstacle, the fifth opt- obstacle. Yeah, it was which the, was the one, one right the before airplane. water, the Kitty Hawk. Yeah, yeah. one Kitty Hawk. That's yeah. right. So we happened to be where the media is above everything. So there was nobody in front of us, and I was taking beautiful pictures. And all of a sudden, I take a picture and I look, and what happened was he got hung up on one of the obstacles, and the the left wheeler got hung up and then tried to get off of it and slipped. He just slipped mm-hmm. and he went down. So it's you got the horse that's in the back left side goes down and his feet slid underneath the other horse under the pole. Okay, so what happened was he was trying to get up. He tried to get up himself a couple times, and of course the audience is like, ah! you know, uh, because they've never seen this before, and they were immediately off the ca- back of the carriage. Okay, the separate they got off right away, and they were over there. They they he tried to get up one more time, and they managed to calm him down. These horses really do go into shutdown mode. <laughs> yeah, they're like I'm tangled. I'm uh, tangled, and he realized he was tangled, and he just laid there. But that but also that's, that's that freaked everybody that's, out. That freaks everybody everybody out though because if they're not trying to get up they think they're dead which they're not no but you don't the, you know the worst horse the worst driving horse is one when they get all tangled and they just they kick, out. And kick, yeah. and kick and kick and kick right. no he, he was disaster. perfect actually he was just laying there he was yeah. just yeah. laying there so a bunch of people come over and then they proceed to get the harness off of him which took a couple of minutes to get the harness off well, of him well it's everything so tight at yeah, that point it was all tension taut. on all of it yeah it was all taut and they had to get the other they were very efficient though because the teams tend to go around with the horses yeah so his German team knows what to do right. they were all out there they were disconnecting the front horses they got the front horses out of the way they got the one that was still standing up the wheeler was still up out of the way so they got everybody out of the way and, and they got the carriage out of the way and then they stood him up and he stood up he he was exhausted yeah but they got water on him immediately they got ice on him immediately and he walked away just fine so yeah. it was all good in the end but for the people who never we were standing around people had never seen it before and yeah. for them it was very dramatic and it yeah. looked like he was dead because he didn't move and and we were like no that's what's supposed to happen right <laughs> you know it's better right. he's doing this yeah and he he just looked a little dazed and all the horses were hot yeah. um so then the joke went around that he decided he just to want to go anymore and he would be dr- overly dramatic and <laughs> i'm going to lay down and <laughs> lay down back. here and wait for ice yeah. <laughs> and he, the whole team walked off the course yeah, fine, and, everybody yeah, was fine. They were okay. and they took the horses back in the trailer so yeah they him, him and his uh Wheelmate yeah, went, back went back in the back horse in the trailer. I think they were just making sure because he, he was probably a little hot. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, everything was fine there. Then something that. <laughs> okay. All right. So. <laughs> I didn't see this. Glenn's but adjusting I, now, his tie I, now. I have been very kind to try on. 
Yes. And your and the people you worked for NBC today. Yeah. I don't know who laid the cable out there, but they were idiots. So right beside five is six, which was the water complex with the sailboats. And Misty Wrigley Miller comes in. And what happened where I was standing, I showed you some of the pictures. Literally, there was a fence and the horses were a foot away when right. they made a hard turn. Right. They come out of the water straight at us, which was scary, by the way. <laughs> so It was really cool. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. So she comes out, makes the turn, and we see something wrapped around the horse's legs. Oh, my God. It was one of the cables for the big jumbotrons and the speaker system. Oh it was my a fiber God. optics cable. So... Everybody in the audience then does what they're not supposed to do. They start screaming that something's caught on the horse. And, and of course, Misty's trying to focus on making tight turns. Right. The back, this is the guy, who's the guy all the way in the back? The back stepper or whatever? Back stepper, yeah. He it, realizes what's going on, and the, it's getting wrapped around the carriage now. Oh, my God. As she's st- still going, and we couldn't see whether it was wrapped around the horse's feet or the carriage or both. So he, I give, who was who her back stepper, by the way? Taz, know? who used to be, ta- we, you, know, you know Taz, he lives in Ocala. We need him for the next okay, I'll driving get radio I'll show get because he has a story to tell. He has a tell. super funny Cockney accent. Oh, You'll he has him. a story to tell because while he reali- once he realized, he bent over and grabbed the cable and started rolling it That's up. That's very Taz. While holding on, going through the obstacles. <laughs> He's rolling the cable up so it doesn't get caught on the way back through. Oh, but you know who it could have been? I don't I, I have to look back and who's because it could have been uh, Todd Draham. You know Todd. You know Todd from Kentucky. He used to drive Pertron. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, whoever it was deserves. We'll cool find out. They really kept their cool. He can't. He, I don't know how he didn't fall off. I don't know how he got it wrapped, wrapped, wrapped folded up while he was on the back, hanging on for dear life, and she's still going, and the cable is still following her. It got caught around the carriage. <laughs> oh Eventually, the cable snaps. And, oh, we, and we thought, well, it was going to be caught around the horse's legs, and it, it came off the horse's foot, and then it got wrapped around the carriage. So then we were afraid when he came, because it was long, and he was dragging it. <laughs> she was dragging it all around. And then we were afraid that as the horses came back through, they'd get caught up on it again. Right. So they didn't. They finally got out, and immediately when they got off out of the, uh, out uh, of the finish, hazard, they yeah. stopped, and he got it. He, had a whole, he, he was smart. He had the whole audience quiet down. Yeah, because he had to get off, and it took him like who two, did the, the, the back stepper, and it took him at least three minutes to get it unwrapped from the carriage. So if she doesn't file a protest, I'll be surprised because she could. It was a mess. Now, so my question is, who the hell puts the cable the through world. the obstacle? Non-horse guys. Ugh. I I just we were all in disbelief. We were all in disbelief that the cable would be accessible to a horse's foot anywhere. Yeah. Well, Bad we're going to we're gonna have to find out. We'll report Bad back. <laughs> Bad we'll report move. back. That's what computer guys do. They don't think about horses. They don't know about horses. Except for you and Mike. That, we had this problem earlier <clears throat> last week when the dressage Dressa- horse in the took up the arena. cable. Yeah. Uh, no, it, no it was the drag. St- the drag took it out. Oh, the drag took it out because it was buried an inch. It was, yeah, they, yeah, it wasn't buried far enough into the footing. And the, I'm sorry, they cut the cable I can only hold back so long, and that was just ridiculous. and could have been very dangerous. If it got wrapped around the horse's foot in the water and, and pulled him down, it, yeah. it could have been bad. So, Well, they're not very good with their cables here either. Look at these pink. So, <laughs> thank God that could have gone way wrong. It yeah. could have gone way wrong. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that's how we stand. Tomorrow we're in cones, and we're going to have a team and individual champion here. And it, there's a good shot that we could see the United States on the podium. Yay! I'm Yay! so excited. 
Yay, me too. All right. So now let's tell the story of how Wendy became a celebrity. Last night, we get back to the house late after doing the show, and she comes running down. And I said, oh, my God. This guy just texted me, and he said, Chester told him to call me and see if I would do the FEI live stream. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, I had to run down and say, oh, my God, what did I say? We thought you were pranking us. Yeah, we you thought did? you were pranking us. <laughs> so I texted him back, and he's like, okay, well, meet me at the media center tomorrow morning. So I'm like, okay. So I thought... I thought I was scared, you know, like, yeah, but I it was only FBI, and we've kind of done that. But before. then I also I like to yeah. do it with you. I, I know this guy. I know. She almost was going to tell him, I won't, I'm not going to do it without you. I said, I no, that'd be stupid. So, I go. <laughs> so then I thought I'd do it. And then, uh, so then I get up there and he said, this okay. morning. Now you're there. What, an hour before it starts? An hour before it starts. And they tell me what I'm there for. I'm there because I'm supposed to be like, you know, Driving on beyond. The color person. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to call all the scores, and I just need to fill in on the time when he's trying to do the scores. And, you know, I need to know who the drivers are and their horses and blah, blah, blah. So, like, okay, I'm the queen of gossip. Yes, I'm perfect <laughs> at this. Right? Yeah, you're great at this. So, I'm, like, desperately calling my friends, like, who's riding on the back of everybody's carriage and blah, blah, blah. I'm texting away. So, then he goes, okay, so this is going to go on the NBC feed and then uh it'll be on fei on demand and i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) why why we're all those sports i hope i'm not the agony of defeat (laughs) wrong 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 network no that was nbc oh that that was was abc ABC sports (laughs) whatever whatever (laughs) oh my gosh but i was like oh and then I started to get nervous. Is it, <laughs> I wasn't that nervous until I was up there. And then all these people came out and they were like, okay, so this is what you do. And they were giving me all this jargon. I can't even remember what words they were saying because it was like nonsense words. <laughs> Speak English, like, please. Okay, the only like media stuff I've done is I was a prop in the Hunger Games. You know, I like sat around <laughs> under a blanket, right? That's my extent of my uh, IMDB uh, yeah. profile. So I was like, oh, okay, so I just told him straight out. I'm like, look, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, I, Glenn and I do a podcast. <laughs> and I've done USEF Network. I said, but I don't know all this stuff. And they had, I had to wear these earphones, and the directors were telling us what cuts are coming in, what we're supposed to be doing, blah, blah, blah. Is that hard, having somebody talk to you while you're trying to talk? You know what? I actually don't think it is because I actually, like, stream Fox News, like, in the background while I do everything else. <laughs> so I think I'm used to that, you know? So I think I'm used to the, the stuff going on in the background, and I actually work better with Noise. multiple inputs. Yeah. So if I wanted to have kids, I think actually I'd probably be pretty good at it with that sense. But I I do not want to do that. And so then they also had this box and there was all these buttons. And if I press this, I'm live. And if I press this, I'm talking to the director only. And if I press this, I'm only talking to the guy. And if I have to sneeze, I press this. And I was like, look, you just turn the mic on and then just point to me when you need me to talk. Because I like, I can't work this. It's too stressful. And then also, I didn't tell you guys this yet. You know, on the microphone, you always tell people to go close. Yeah. Well, they had this. This was almost a deal breaker. They had the headset? 
No, they had this microphone, but it had this little like thing. Little, oh, the nose thing. The little flat microphones that are shaped like a candy bar? No, it had a microphone like this, and it had this thing that came out like this, like a bar, and you're supposed yeah. to put it right here. You have to rest your nose on it? Yes, and who knows? You're how a germaphobe. Many I know, and I didn't have any hand sanitizer. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I have to put this on my nose and or, like on Ew. your filtrum. <laughs> and my filtrum was super sweaty. We we're sitting up there and I think, think, think of how much sweat, uh, the people's nose sweat is on the microphone thing. So I just had to like suck it up and not freak out about it. I, I wiped it off a couple of times, but I was just like. That's gross. I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> tell me about it. That's that, gross. But I, I suffered through and did it. You did it. it. I, we got a lot of reports from home that you did fantastic. You kept it. Well, the reports we heard guys. were that you kept it simple for people who didn't know anything, which is our job. That's our job. Yeah, and that's what I think they wanted from me because they had this professional guy calling the scores. And I think, like, if I help calling, if I did what he did, I, I would be, you know, that you don't need somebody to do that. They right. needed somebody to know about driving. Right. Well, good for you. Maybe they'll have you back. Maybe you'll be sent over for all the European <laughs> <No>. championships. <laughs> well, I'm going to bring my own nose. They're going to they're going to look at the numbers oh, for this. They're going to look at the numbers for this broadcast and see that they went up 375 percent. That's because Wendy of our there. listeners. That's right. Yeah. And, that's and you right. know what? They're going to call what? you to do Tokyo, except they don't have driving. Damn. Yeah, they, we're not in the Olympics. <sighs> that's we're sucks. only in WEG. Oh well, we can dream. <laughs> Well, that's great. Thank you, Wendy. And uh, no, thank you. We'll have more reports so on para. I we'll know. have reports on bolting. We'll have reports tomorrow. We have the individual jumping medal, um, and we're going to have all of our correspondence back tomorrow. So we're going to wrap up everything in tomorrow's show. And then Jennifer and I and Wendy and Kyle are going home. Yay. We haven't seen our animals in 14 days. Jennifer's going through major withdrawal. I haven't seen Scooter in 14 days. 